Welcome back to the sixth episode of the Business Hogs. Today's topic is going to be on taxes. Should we raise taxes on the rich? Uh, on my left here is Devin Patel, my uh, co-host. Would you like to introduce yourself, Devin? Uh, you kind of just did that, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Any words? Yeah, yeah, I'm words. The only other person here. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so uh, before we really get into this episode, this episode is sponsored by Eats. Eats is a subscription-based service dedicated to teaching you how to cook. New recipes come in the mail each week that teach you how to cook, and over time, the recipes sent to you will get harder and harder. They supply their customers with video guides that give tips and facts to help you understand why certain parts of the dish are being added. This is for anyone who wants to learn to cook in a safe and easy way. And as an added benefit, Eats will give you a free knife, cutting board, and other utensils with your first purchase. I recently purchased Eats, and I can say that it was definitely worth the buy. So everyone should go check it out. All right, good job reading the ad. Thank you. All right, uh, definitely uh, go check out Eats. So in this episode, we're going to discuss pretty much all about taxes, like literally everything that you've ever wanted to know about taxes we're going to talk about. So we're going to discuss different types of taxes and how pretty much all of them impact the rich and how that affects what's going on in our society today. We're also going to go into depth with the Elizabeth Warren uh, wealth tax plan that was proposed in January 2019 as well as the Britain uh, stagflation of the 1970s. We're also going to clear up misconceptions that our viewers might have about taxes. And um, by the end of this episode, hopefully you're get an opinion on this issue. Yeah, um, so yeah. So by the end of this episode, you should really know a lot more about the economy and, you know, be able to decide for yourself like you, you, if we should raise taxes or you know if we just like keep them where they are so you know Devin what do you think about raising taxes is that I, I don't know like for me personally I don't I don't really I don't really think raising taxes is a good idea like you know I know a lot of people out there they think you know let's raise taxes on the rich because you know they make more money but uh from if you watch that first episode and you know you look back at if you if you have, if you have ever read Rich Dad Poor Dad or ever listened to our discussion on Rich Dad Poor Dad, the thing about you know raising taxes on the rich, the only the people who are being affected the most, really by taxes is the upper middle class. Those you know who are making, uh, in the mid six figure salaries, you know like four hundred, five hundred, six hundred k a year, but the people who are actually rich, like you know the top one percent, you know your billionaires, your millionaires, your athletes who are making these insane this insane amount of money there's like this insane contract those are the people like those aren't they aren't being taxed as much like entrepreneurs like if you read rich dad poor dad they 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 can get out of taxes because they don't they don't really make the typical income their income is not really supported um it's not they they don't really have to pay a lot of that to the government because a lot of the money they generate is on their own you know what i mean devin like remember like when we read that book Yeah. Um, taxes also, I mean, it's, it's a really like sticky situation because it really kind of depends on where you fall in like the income spectrum. So, I mean, people with higher income might have a different opinion than somebody who's making less income. So, I mean, there's no real like one solution that fits everybody. Uh, it's kind of different for each person. And so it's hard to form like a general consensus on it, but I think like at like for society as a whole taxes are definitely yeah like uh it's just like the minimum wage problem 
where, you know, someone who's actually making the minimum wage or and is like really poor or might be in a really bad financial situation versus someone who's rich and they're like debating. And then the rich person saying we should not raise the minimum wage because it's bad for the economy. But then the individual and the individual person who's like in a really bad financial situation saying, yeah, let's raise the minimum wage because, you know, I'm, I'm barely I'm, I'm struggling so much to make all my payments. And, you know, that extra minimum wage is going to help me. So you see, there's like so many variables you have to consider when you're analyzing a topic like, should we raise the minimum wage? Should we raise taxes? Like, you know, Devin agrees with me. I know that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's it's a whole bunch of different things that come into play when you're talking about raising taxes. So we're going to get into that right now. So why do we need taxes in the first place? Well, I mean, taxes help with just the well-being of society as a whole as well as it helps society function. So, for example, there's different taxes that are put in place, not specifically, like, to generate revenue, but that also help with, like, citizens' like well-being. So, an example of this would be, like, sin taxes. So, sin taxes basically are taxes placed on, like, products such as cigarettes and alcohol and, like, sugary drinks and things like that. And it's in order to get the consumer to stop purchasing, uh, purchasing them which helps the consumer out. And then if the consumer does purchase them, they're taxed for it. So it's, it kind of acts as like something to discourage them from doing that. So sin taxes are placed on things like cigarettes, alcohol, uh, even things like gasoline to get people to drive less, uh, as well as sugary drinks too. And so that's all put in place to help people stop paying ta- or to help people stop buying those products. Yeah, like then, how do you describe those uh, like moral taxes, taxes or something? Because, you know, they're so. put yeah, into they're place because they're bad for reasons. people or, like, bad for the environment, right? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a good way to go about it. Because, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's a good way. Because, it, think about it. Like, if you're one of the people who's buying this these things, then you would pay a higher price for it. And so, I mean, I, I don't think that's yeah, a I bad idea. Yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. And you know, uh, you want to you want to yeah. like go into that with direct taxes. Yeah. So direct taxes are taxes that are paid directly by a per. I mean, duh, directly paid by a person or an organization to the government, and the government is the one that imposes these taxes. So I mean, direct taxes have a really long history. I mean, ever since like taxes were first introduced in civilization, it's pretty no. much just been like direct taxes. <laughs> And direct taxes? Well, no, no, not like that. But no, like direct taxes that's are like the true. most infamous taxes. No, like, because the, the yeah, you, it you, is. You know that thing? Uh, you know, you know how we were just going over that thing in A push. You know, like the period three of how you know King George implemented the first direct tax. Everything before that was an indirect tax. Yeah. Yeah, and then the first direct tax was really yeah, yeah, bad. exactly. You said the. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I said. The first direct tax is really like direct taxes yeah, are really bad. Yeah, but direct taxes haven't like, really been taxes. going throughout like all of time. All right, so direct taxes are taxes that are paid directly by a person or organization to the government, and the government is the one that imposes these taxes. So, direct taxes have a really, really long history. I mean, people always get pissy about direct taxes pissy? because nobody wants to pay taxes. Okay. So, yeah. So, an example of People getting really like annoyed about actually having to pay direct taxes 
would be during the Revolutionary War. I think this is a really good example because, well, you'll see. So in the 1760s and 70s, King George III implemented a lot of direct taxes on the people. So one of these was the Stamp Act uh, of 1765. And so it basically required the colonists to pay taxes on uh, goods that require stamps on them. Like yeah, legal documents, documents pamphlets, advertisements, like that. you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Somebody study. Okay, it was the first. It was the first direct tax that the colonists had really faced, and it angered a lot of people because you know they didn't want to have to directly pay a portion of their income or whatever they were making, uh, or whatever had value to them, like their currency, to the bigger government because they felt like their liberties yeah, like their were rights. at a loss, basically. So naturally, naturally, they rebelled against this, and that's how we got the American Revolution. So I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of bigger causes but you know that's just an example of how direct taxes really like yeah, annoy the crap the out is, of people from like, now and all then, the time i don't think people are actually you know uh rebelling so to say well i mean that's like i mean in most revolutions taxes are kind of like make i mean they're not always like a major part but they well, make their way in there the sometimes thing, right? i mean today the US... in this case it was the biggest thing what happened yeah, it's one of the biggest sad. things. But I mean, present like, if you look, I mean, we're in America, so like in present day America, I mean, we're not going through like a revolution at the moment. But you know, people still don't like to pay direct taxes. So, for example, income taxes, right? Income taxes basically are just taxes that depend on how much money a person is making. So just how much your income is, high income, low income, and that affects how much you pay. So. Income taxes are used to fund things like public services, and the rich are often taxed more with income taxes because they make more income, you know? Yeah, uh, so, so, yeah, okay, so, like, an example, okay, so Aaron, you know, uh, in New York, there's a lot of rich people, you know, a lot of, you know, rich New Yorkers, they're leaving the city because of these new taxes that Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York is, like, implementing on the rich, and the rich are getting mad, uh, which is why there's been, like, so many reports saying that the wealthy are moving out of New York. So, like, I, I really find that, like, really interesting because, you know, it, it really shows how how much people hate taxes and especially, like, these direct taxes, so to say. Yeah, I mean, and that that's a really good example, too, of how it's affecting our society today. Uh, again, they, they, they don't want to pay taxes. They don't want to pay a portion of their really hard, or well, I assume it's generally pretty hard-earned income uh, to taxes. So that's a cause for moving out and then going to a place where it doesn't have income tax, like Texas. Like, uh, I believe Elon Musk just uh, relocated some of his stuff to Texas where there is no income tax. So that's always that's always a plus, too. So, I mean, most of you might not know this. I mean, if you listen to our first podcast, uh, on the book Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, uh, you'll know that when politicians say that they're going to tax the 1%, they don't really mean it. And if they do, it's not going to happen. Not just because they're politicians, but because the top 1% always figures out ways, uh, ways to legally, in most cases, or illegally, uh, evade paying their taxes. So when politicians say that they're going to tax the rich, they really just mean like the upper middle class. So people who are making like, 400k to like let's say like a million those are the people that's really taking like yeah, don't a you think it's kind of crazy of how these in taxes. New York, you, your taxes like let's say you're making four hundred thousand dollars a year you only bring in maybe 
you know, you could only bring in around 240K, but in Texas, like, you could bring in, like, so much more. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like, tax laws depend wildly on the state that you're in. So, I mean, that's all, like, things to consider when you're, cons- like, going to, like, uh, consider moving somewhere or something like that. You have to really look at the tax laws, especially because different states also have um, different tax percentages, too, for uh, things like, just, like, when you're going to the store and buying taxes, or buying taxes, when you're going to the store and purchasing goods, and there's tax on those goods, like sales tax. Yeah, uh, that yeah that's not really a direct tax, guys. That's, like, in. an indirect tax, if you're wondering. And, you know, if you're wondering how, yeah, and if you're wondering how the rich, like, you know, the Income top 1% tax, yeah. are able to, you know, not pay as much taxes, it's because most of their money doesn't come through the typical income. And that really means that they're not going to get taxed at lower rates than the top 10% because they're making money through them like themselves. They're not like they don't owe that money to the government. Like, you know, the money they're not making through typical income. Yeah. So, I mean, another reason why the rich are moving out of uh, places like New York because their taxes are increasing or their income tax is increasing is because generally when you're that rich, you have to pay more taxes for different things that an average person might not really have to worry about. Right. So for example, uh, corporate and property taxes, which is taxes on things that we own. So the top 1%, they make the most income. So this tax is going to hit them the hardest, especially like if they own. Yeah. When you have more purchasing property, power, you're obviously going like to buy estate, more expensive that, things, right? Uh, Yeah, of course. And so, I mean, that's going to affect them the most, too. So, I mean, just because, like, they like they might be paying, like, a small share more in income taxes, I mean, it really all adds up. Yeah, and, uh, you know, another type of uh, taxes that, you know, the rich have to pay is the estate taxes. So, you know, like, a lot of rich people out there, most of them, like, most of the people who end up rich are, a lot of them inherit a lot of money from their family. So, so if they're like rich for generations, their kids are probably going to end up being rich too because they inherit the family money. So like, for example, an example of this could be, you know, in the movie Batman Begins, after his parents died, Bruce Wayne inherited a lot of the family money and all that family money, that's going to suffer the estate tax. Because like, all, you, you can't just think that money is not going to be taxed. It's obviously going to be taxed. And, you know, that's, that's just like, you know, another thing rich people face. So like when people say, Oh yeah, the the rich should pay more money because they're and they should they should be taxed more because they make more money. You just also gotta remember that the rich are also like going through a lot more taxes or they're going through other taxes as well. Like just because they're not paying as much in one tax, that doesn't mean they're doesn't mean they're like paying less in another tax. Yeah, it all adds up, and we're gonna we're gonna get to a good example of that later on. But that's a really good uh, example about the movie uh, in Batman because, yeah, I mean, I, I never really thought of, like, Batman's income or Batman's uh, inherited money having to be taxed. But, I mean, I guess in real life it yeah, probably well, would have to be. Live to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Batman's a badass. So he's got Alfred. He can do whatever the hell he wants. You did it again. <laughs> Nothing. Can't say it on the air. Uh, what I do? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, uh, well, there's also so many more examples, you know, like where the top 1% are paying more than everyone else. So, you know, just because a, stati- ah, just because a statistic says the rich are paying less, 
like, you know, like something like the income tax, for example, that doesn't mean they're paying less overall. And, uh, you know, one of the things that they like, you know, uh, Devin, do you want to talk about this? Because I know you're really interested in this stuff. Yeah, so I'll talk about this one. So, for example, the wealth tax, uh, this was something that had never really been like successfully executed before in our American history. So about a year ago, Elizabeth Warren uh, proposed a plan where the top 1% would be taxed more. So, for example, if someone was making over, let's say, $50 million, they would be taxed at 2%, and they're only taxed on the money that they're earning above that $50 million. So uh, somebody making $60 million, 10 million taxed at 2%, $200,000 in taxes. If someone was making over a billion dollars, they'll be taxed at 3%. And uh, she wanted to do this because it would give the government a lot more money to spend on different government programs. But I, okay, well, as I was reading this, I really didn't think it was too much like of a problem because I said like, you know, it's only like 2% that they're being taxed at like, you know, to them, it's not really like a huge amount of money. But then like, I realized like everything adds up. So 2% here, 5% here, 7% there, 20% there. It all, it all like coagulates together. And that, yeah, really and, uh, you know, chunk out of if you look at this, you know, from more of an economic aspect and you look at, like, the flaws associated with this plan, like, you can really see how, you know, if the rich are being taxed this much, it gives them more incentive to leave the country. And, you know, that would just make the wealth tax basically backfire on everyone because if you move, like, all your assets, all your wealth abroad into other countries, then all that, you know, all that um, that that good stuff the economy could get, that economic growth in a nation is moved to another country. So that's really hurting the economy. And, you know, uh, this also compares, because this also happened in Britain in the 1970s. In the 1970s, there was like this huge stagflation in Britain and that really ruined the economy over there. Like in that case, the rich were taxed so high that they ended up just leaving and moving their businesses somewhere else. And, you know, that's why it's like a, a lot of British people, like I've talked to yeah. like, like people from Britain, they say that, you know, that was probably like one of the worst times Britain has ever seen in their history economically. Yeah. And I mean, although like there, there's a lot of drawbacks to that, I mean, with people having to pay more as well as the economy taking a potential hit, um, there are benefits for it. I mean, besides just like saying that, like you have the authority to tax the rich besides that, the actual benefits that would come out of it would just be like there there would be a lot more money to spend on government programs so like things like welfare social security um they would be able to be funded a lot more as well as uh other programs to help yeah so yeah i i got, I got what you're uh, saying living there, in yeah. poverty but yeah i mean you know there, there's two sides to every story so there there's benefits and yeah so uh I, I remember we talked about this in the beginning. Right, you want to talk about indirect but, uh, taxes? You know, an indirect tax is just basically like a tax collected by stores, sellers, or producers that are paid by consumers. So what it really is, it's that it's not it's not something that's directly put on someone just because of their like specific, you know, like their specific variables that they're going through, like you know, someone's income that like varies from person to person. This one is like the same on everyone, really. And examples of an indirect tax, like there, they could be like value-added taxes, uh, sales taxes, and these are the... what they aren't. Yeah, yeah, value-added taxes are in England, by the way. Value-added taxes are in England, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Sales taxes, you. Well, uh, 
<laughs> anyway, here's uh, example. These, these They're pretty much the same thing. Last exactly. because they are by yeah. far the class that spends the most money on daily expenses like food, weather, and clothing. So, like you know, relating back to rich dad, poor dad, the people who spend the most on who spend on luxuries first, those are the poor. Those are the middle class. The rich, even though they have so much money they spend on luxuries last because they're trying to like, you know, build up their assets, you know, make more money for themselves through like real estate, stuff like that. And, you know, you might ask, how does this affect the rich? Well, if a poor person and a wealthy person buy the same good, they're still being taxed the same amount. And, you know, the, the purchasing power they have varies. Like a poor person, they're going to have less purchasing power than a wealthy person. So in a direct tax, the amount that the wealthy is taxed versus how much the poor person is taxed, it really varies. Like in this, in this indirect tax, Everyone is being taxed the same amount. So if the rich are being taxed from consumption, it, it takes away a portion of the income they earn. But in the poor class, it nearly costs them everything they earn. And I, I find that really surreal. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's kind of uh, inefficient looking at it from an economic standpoint that uh, in this case, the rich and the poor would be paying the same percent in taxes. I mean, for a person who's like, living uh like impoverishly this is like a huge chunk that they would have to pay on daily expenses as added to all the things that they already have to like be funding but for somebody who's rich uh it's not really uh, a huge deal and i mean a lot of times you could even see like like have you seen like those games on youtube where like yeah i think so yeah i think so. like they'll have like a rich person try and guess the price of like have you seen that like a rich person will try and guess the price of like a modern consumer good and they just won't be able to I mean, because, you know, it's not really like a big deal to them to a certain extent. So that's kind of how it affects the rich. I mean, it doesn't really uh, have too much of a burden on them, but it definitely affects the uh, middle and lower class. So payroll taxes are the next one up. So payroll taxes uh, include Medicare and Social Security taxes. So this is really interesting. So on a paycheck. Uh, if everyone is taxed at 7.65% in payroll taxes, the company you're working for will pay the other half. Uh, but studies have shown that companies to get out of this because corporations are always looking for ways to retain the most amount of money and stay really efficient. So companies can get out of this by just lowering the worker's salary. So therefore, they have to pay less and the worker makes less income. But they, the worker yeah, doesn't really, I, I, yeah, that's, or like yeah, the I worker wouldn't really yeah. be able to view it from that perspective per se. You know what I mean? <laughs> Once I zoned out, sorry. <laughs> yeah so you know how you might think the how do these payroll taxes okay, affect the upper middle class how do they affect the rich well you see when someone is making over one hundred and thirty thousand dollars like you know that much money that extra money that does not go to social security so everyone who has a salary of under one hundred and thirty thousand dollars that money is going to, towards social security but people making over that that money is like th- that's just their money it, it means that the poor and middle class they will have to pay much more than the upper middle class and the rich because a lot of poor people, like if you're making over $130,000, you're probably already in the top 10% of people financially. Yeah. So, I mean, you see how like different. So like sales tax benefits the rich, payroll taxes technically uh, benefit the rich. Yeah. I mean, the wealth tax is designed to, uh, benefit the country as a whole and uh, affects the rich the most. So, I mean, there's a whole, like, there, there's a ton of different parts in tax plans. And, you know, there, there's really, there's really no one plan that's going to fit a nation best. It all kind of depend, uh, depends upon the construct of your nation. And 
like how different politicians view taxes yeah, and guess, how they want to go about really it. Sense. All right, so let's talk about different types of taxes, or like not necessarily different types of taxes. You know, different classes. Different. I mean, how different do, what do you even call this? Like, no, no, different it's classifications like, you know, how, of taxes. Like how, how taxes tax work, kind of. Class more than another. Okay, yeah, that works. Okay, so the first one is a uh, regressive tax. Okay, we'll, we'll just list all three. So it's a uh, regressive taxes, progressive taxes, and proportional taxes. So each of the each of the different types of taxes that we talked about above kind of uh, are based off of one of these three forms. So regressive taxes are taxes that uh, affect the lower class the most and affect the rich less. So even though uh, taxes are indirect, meaning that all classes would have to pay the same amount, the poor uh, have lower purchasing power. So for example, if there's two people and one is making four hundred thousand a year. And uh, let's say the other person is making like 30k a year, the tax on like let's say they buy like a steak or something, the tax on the steak is yeah yeah like so uh yeah so you know uh, Devin your audio cut out but who's anyway. suffering more the poor person is suffering more because lesser person yeah because they um, all, it's Devin, beneficial your audio cut out, but rich. you know anyway uh just to reiterate regressive taxes those are the taxes that hit the lower class the most and you know even though the tax is indirect that oh, meaning it. that all classes have to pay the same amount. It means the poor have lower purchasing power. So, like, you know, if you have two people, for example, like someone who's making $400,000 a year and someone else who's making twenty nine k a year, like, you know, and the tax on the chicken, like, and they're buying a chicken, for example, and the tax on the chicken is the same amount for both people, the one who, the, who's going to suffer more, you might ask, it's like the poor person because they have less purchasing power. Like, if, if they're paying the same tax, yeah, like, they have, they have less money to spend yeah, now. That's why that's why it would be regressive. That's why it would be regressive because the rich benefit more than the poor would. That's what regressive is. So now the opposite of regressive is progressive. So progressive taxes are where individuals pay higher taxes as their income increases, which hurts the wealthy more. So the U.S. uses a progressive tax system uh, to a certain extent, which is why the upper middle class, those making around 400, 500K a year, are like pretty upset about this, which is again the example that ties back to what we we're talking about earlier. That's happening in New York, and uh, with Elon Musk and everything, they're moving out of states that they have to pay uh, progressive taxes on, and going to states where they have to they get to pay lower. Yeah, taxes. like the U.S. uses a progressive tax system, and you know uh, it's for the people that are making in the uh, the mid six figures, like the four hundred, five hundred k plus a year, and that's why like they're getting really mad because you know. The U.S. is starting to implement more of that, right? The progressive taxes? Yeah. And then uh, lastly, proportional taxes. Um, these taxes require the same percentage of income for all taxpayers, regardless of how much money they make. So let's say someone's making like 300K and somebody's making 20K. They're both going to pay the same percent. So let's say 15%. And that amount is going to total differently depending on their yeah. So uh, if I'm if 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 you want to go into depth with an example, uh, we could go back to the example about someone making four hundred thousand dollars compared to someone making twenty nine thousand dollars, and a proportional tax would be something where uh, they would be taxed at ten percent, and ten percent of their income, which is a huge difference because of their salaries, it's it's going to be taxed. So even though this seems like really fair, again, economists beg to differ. 
proportional taxes kind of remind me of like sales taxes to a certain extent. Yeah. Where it's it's almost like inefficient. You know what I mean? It almost is uh, reminds me of like inefficiency. And sales tax also kind of goes along with regressive taxation as well, where it also seems uh, a little bit more inefficient to have that systematic taxing, just like uh, in that sense where it's progress- yeah, uh, proportional uh, and regressive. And that's really that's really taxes summed up, everyone. Is that it? Devin, that's the rundown. That's so funny. Jeez. <laughs> you notice that? <laughs> No, I'm going to leave that in. That's funny. Um, Should we cut anyway, that out? Uh, I hope you guys love this episode. Okay. Uh, if you... <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> loved it. If you have any questions about... We had taxes, fun making it. I hope, I, hope you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. I hope you guys learned something and can use it to crush people in the debates that you face yeah, you on a daily basis being American days. citizens who uh, disagree. Anyway, on. if you have any questions on taxes or uh, eats, eats the company, uh, you know, DM us and, uh, you know, we'll let you know more information. Um, this is basically everything about taxes. Like, these are, you know, around 12 different taxes summed up and uh, put into perspective for all of you. So, you know, it saves you hours of research. With, like, Real life examples, yeah. To, so, like, to, you, you know, know like next. not only like arbitrarily, but how they actually affect your world, yeah. Everything, yeah, so now I think with the information we've provided you, you should really be able to, you know, um, you know, you, you should know more about taxes, obviously, and you should have a pretty solid understanding of it. Um, yeah, and next week, there our episode yeah. on barbarians at the gate is going to be releasing that's about the uh fall of. RJR Nabisco, written by uh, Brian Burrow and John Hellyar. And yeah, and if you don't know what a leverage buyout is, you should really check out our next episode. And the poor get poorer. How the rich stay richer, but it affects the workers. Yeah, those yeah, are the poor. The workers what do you think I just said? And, you know, they're not very like people after that. And if any of you think, well, you know, I mean, yeah, uh, have I mean, any suggestions, yeah. like, you know, implementing guest speakers, <laughs> stuff like that, you know, uh, we're really open to that. Yeah. yeah um, at the business hall and if you Instagram. haven't checked out any of our other episodes, uh, one through five, those are really good, too. So you should really check those out. Give those a listen. You know, tell your friends. Yeah, feel free to check them out. Tell your parents, tell your mom. I, I don't know. Show some support. <laughs> uh, you know, grandma. yeah, just check it out. Uh, anyway, that's uh, episode six of the Business Talks. I really hope you enjoyed it. This is the first episode of 2021. I hope you guys are really enjoying the first couple of days of the new year. And um, yeah, just have a fun year. We're, we're going to be releasing a lot more episodes by December 2021. We really hope to be up to around 40, 50 episodes. So really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and have have a great day